0: Friday to you, and thanks for joining us here on the Agent Survival Guide podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Rupel. It is Friday, July 21st, and we are back in your feed with another Friday 5 episode. Number one on our list this week. It's been a year since the 988 Crisis Hotline went live, and in its first year, Counselors took 5 million calls, texts, and chats. The crisis line was not necessarily new when it came out, rather a rebranding of the previous 10-digit toll-free version to the new three-digit hotline. Some other stats reported on this milestone— When compared to the 12 months prior to the rebranding, in the first year, the 988 crisis line saw a 1,135% increase in text contacts, 141% more chats were answered, 46% more calls were answered, and the wait time for those calling into the crisis line went down considerably from 2 minutes and 39 seconds to just 41 seconds. And just a reminder, if you're struggling, if a loved one is struggling, help is available, and it's just three digits away by calling or texting 988. Number two. Last week, Spotify announced a partnership with the popular meditation app Calm bringing a selection of Calm's content over to Spotify in the form of a few different podcast feeds. Calm is a guided meditation app that touts itself as the number one sleep and meditation app in the Apple App Store. No idea if that's true on Android. I only have Apple, so I can only speak for that. But they have partnered with Spotify to reach more people with their content. At launch, that means 11 podcast feeds, a few of which are subscription-only, while others are a mix of free and premium episodes. Users with existing Calm subscriptions can link their Calm login to Spotify and unlock all of the Calm content available in those podcast feeds. Sadly, having a Spotify Premium account doesn't seem to give you any more access than having a regular Spotify account. You will still need the Calm subscription to unlock Calm's premium content. No Spotify Premium benefit, but for those who decide to try Calm through Spotify, you'll get more time to try the service out. As long as you use the link to Try Calm on Spotify, they give you 30 days to test out the service, as opposed to seven days if you go through the Calm app. Definitely worth it to really try out the content and see if it's going to work for you. And then once you have that Calm subscription, you can download and log into the Calm app to access all of the content that's available there. Again, Not all of Calm's app content is going to be on Spotify, just a few selected playlists. Love that Spotify users get a little more of a free trial, and I do think 30 days is a good amount of time to figure out if you like this type of guided meditation or if it's not for you. We will be linking to the feeds with free content in the notes, as well as a few articles about the partnership. So be sure to check those out. Number three, Bidenomics is back in the headlines with new actions that affect our industry. In a press release earlier this month, the Department of Health and Human Services, the Department of Labor, and the Department of Treasury teamed up to propose a new rule. And that new rule pertains to short term healthcare plans and hospital indemnity plans. First, let's take a look at short term healthcare plans. In a perfect world, these plans are meant to be temporary, bridging the gaps between coverage through major medical plans. The reason short term healthcare plans are now under scrutiny is because they're being used as alternative coverage to marketplace plans. And that is problematic because short term healthcare coverage does not provide minimum essential coverage and members aren't guaranteed ACA protections. Rules regarding these plans have been redefined several times. First, placing a 90 day limit on their duration by the Obama administration. Then, during the Trump administration, the limit was lengthened to up to 36 months. The rule recently announced by the Biden administration redefines short term limited duration insurance and sets to once again rein in the term of duration. It would limit short term medical coverage that is sold and issued after the final rule goes into effect to three months, with an option to extend coverage one month for a total of four months maximum of coverage. Existing policies will be grandfathered in, allowing short-term coverage sold prior to the effective date of the final rule to be kept for the time frame outlined in the 2018 Short-Term Limited Duration Insurance Final Rule. The four-month maximum duration enrollment in consecutive contracts can be exceeded, but only if the contracts effective within a 12-month period are sold by different issuers and if said contracts are consistent with applicable state law. Right now, short-term medical plan coverage comes in one month, six month, or up to one year and are renewable up to two times for three years' maximum coverage. And the coverage terms available do vary by state. With some states, let's take Maryland, for example, they're already limiting terms and availability on short-term care plans. Several others have also adopted maximum terms of less than three months. Quick note that I do want to mention here, NABIP the National Association of Benefits and Insurance Professionals, is providing feedback to the agencies recommending that short-term limited duration plans last six months and allow for one renewal of up to six months or through January 1st, whichever time frame is shorter. Now, flipping it over to the hospital indemnity side... These plans were designed to serve as a form of income replacement. But like short-term health care plans, they are also sometimes sold as an alternative to marketplace coverage. And again, there are not the same health protections for these plans as guaranteed under the ACA. So the new rule sets to prohibit individual market fixed indemnity plans from paying benefits on a per-service basis. It also aims to disqualify indemnity plans as part of the tax exclusion for employer-sponsored health insurance. These changes would limit carriers from designing fixed indemnity plans that resemble more comprehensive ACA-compliant coverage. Limitations would also serve as a way to distinguish between comprehensive coverage and fixed-indemnity-accepted benefits coverage. As with any proposed rule, feedback is encouraged by the government. Comments will be accepted through Monday, September 11, 2023. And we will have the link to the proposed rule in the Federal Register That is where you can submit comments if you have them. The final rule should be out around mid-September. We will be keeping an eye on comments and updates surrounding this legislation. If you haven't already, be sure to read the full article on our blog. We will be linking to that in our notes as well. Number four, weight loss drugs Ozempic and Wegovi have been all over the news lately. First, it was because they were being used off-label for weight loss, and those managing their diabetes were having a hard time finding it. Then came the Hollywood hype, and quickly after, all of the side effects. And just in case you have clients asking about whether Medicare covers the off-label use of Ozempic or WeGoV, there are some side effects that affect those over the age of 65. We will be linking to an article about those side effects in the notes, just in case you want to share that in your client newsletters. But what about the question, does Medicare cover these drugs for weight loss? And the answer to that is no. The drug was approved by the FDA to treat diabetes, and a Medicare beneficiary could be able to get it for that purpose. But no, it is unlikely to be covered by Medicare for weight loss. As I mentioned, we'll be linking to a New York Times article in the notes, and I think my favorite line from that whole piece is the one that wraps it all up from Dr. Andrew Craftson, quote, folks should reorient their expectations and not try to get to the body weight they were when they were 18, end quote. Fair point, Dr. Craftson. Number five. Last but not least, as we're getting back in the swing of making appointments, meeting with clients, networking, attending events, it's not a bad idea to brush up on etiquette and behaviors to avoid, of course, in addition to making sure we stay compliant in those interactions. Bryce Sanders wrote a bunch of small snippets for ThinkAdvisor. 19 mistakes to avoid while prospecting, and while the entire list is great, two of his snippets really stood out to me. The first, using too much jargon. If it ever seems like we are constantly defining things here on the podcast, it's because we are. The last thing that I want is for someone to turn off an episode of our show because they don't understand what we're talking about or they don't remember what the acronym stands for. So I make it a point to try and define the acronyms and initialisms and also bring the complex topic of Medicare and its regulations into everyday, easy-to-understand terms. And then the second, sending out you-are-too-small messaging. This is the concept that you treat the person who can invest $500 with the same level of intention and care as the one who can invest $5,000. Every client matters. For us here on the show, every agent matters, whether you're day one starting out in our industry or if you've been at this for the past 10 years. The Agent Survival Guide is a place for all agents. The mission, like we say in our opening, is informing, empowering, improving, and educating. Maybe not necessarily in that order, but I don't want to lose sight of that mission in favor of scale. Quality over quantity. We will be linking to that full article in the notes if you want to check out more of those tips and techniques to brush up on before we get rolling into AEP. Rupel recommends. A couple of other quick headlines I want to highlight in today's episode. Taco John's announced that they would be dropping their trademark claim on the phrase Taco Tuesday. Exciting news for taco lovers everywhere but New Jersey, as well as Taco Bell, who had brought the suit in the first place. And if you're wondering why Jersey, well, there's still a trademark filed in that state with a different company that was not Taco John's. Sorry about that, Jersey. Another day, more artificial intelligence news. Both Meta and Apple are joining the AI race. Meta announced a partnership with Microsoft and Qualcomm to create the Llama 2 large-language model. And Apple announced that it is testing its own chatbot, Apple GPT. CVS has teamed up with GoodRx to offer discounted prescriptions that will count toward deductibles and out-of-pocket limits. Caremark Cost Saver is the name of the program, and it will launch in January 2024. In podcast-related news, if you're on YouTube and follow along with our Ritter Insurance Marketing channel, you might have noticed that we've been publishing podcast episodes over there. And if you haven't, hey, we're publishing podcast episodes over there. We will have the link to our YouTube channel in the notes if you want to check that out. Shout out to Joe Valenzuela for commenting on one of our recent YouTube video uploads. He said, quote, your videos are a great source of information. Looking forward for more content like this, end quote. That was on the video version of our AHIP test tips and tricks for Medicare certification episode we published earlier this week. Thank you for those kind words, Joe. And remember, if you leave a comment for us, send a message to the show, or leave a review, we will give you a shout-out here on the show. We love hearing from our listeners. We would not be here without you, so thanks for listening. That's all we've got for this week's Friday Five. If you have a story you'd like us to feature on the show, send us a message at asgpodcast at ridderim.com. I hope you have a great weekend. Stay healthy, stay safe out there, and we will see you next week. The Agent Survival Guide Podcast is a production of Ritter Insurance Marketing, an integrity company. This episode was written and produced by me, Sarah Rupel, script editing by Tina Lamaru. Podcast designed by Urban Rivera, artwork by Vivian Zhao. Follow along with us wherever you like to listen.